Award season is here. It's always about award season, and we're going to be talking about more award season today, as well as If Beale Street Could Talk and Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse. Stay tuned. Welcome to Popcorn Talk, featuring movie discussion, news, and interviews. Popcorn Talk. We talk movies. So, Spider-Man. Yes, Spider-Man is in theaters today. It's already making a lot of money from yesterday's box office preview. Uh, I, of course, am Scott Menzel, and this is LAOFCS Weekly. I am joined today by Jana. Jana, where can can the wonderful people find you? At at Twitter, at Jana on Camera. And I have my own blog, janaoncamera.com, and on Instagram, janaoncamera. And I'm Jana Nascimento Nagasi. There you go. Jana on camera. Make sure you follow her. She's wonderful. We, we love having her on. And she, of course, is a member of the organization. And one who I want to just say on air, like, I appreciate your dedication and your loyalty to making sure that you see, like, every single movie, even though you have a full-time job, even though you have a family and a kid. Thank you for your dedication. Uh, no. Thank you so much for having me here today again, once more. And no, it's a pleasure to be part of the group. And of course, I love movies, so I need to dedicate myself to watch them. <laughs> Even though, as you said, I have a full-time job and then I also have a family and a kid. Yes, it, I have so much respect for you for doing so much. I don't know how you do it because I struggle with it and I only have a wife and two doggies. <laughs> I don't know either, <laughs> but we do it. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so we want to open up this today's show doing the movie pick of the week because last week we had the special episode where we had Peter Hedges in the studio and then we also did our own uh, award winners. And we didn't really do a movie pick of the week, which was Ben is Back, so that was very fitting since Peter Hedges was here. But this week, there's a little bit of a battle uh, between us critics, and we're going back and forth between If Beale Street Could Talk and Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse. Let's start off with If Beale Street Could Talk. Uh, Jana, what were your initial thoughts on this? Okay, when I watched the movie, I thought, like, I didn't like. I was expecting so much more. I and don't get me wrong, I love a moonlight and and I was I don't know, I wasn't expecting something similar, but something closer to that, to that feeling that I felt that that moment. For me it didn't didn't work. I love the the new actress, Kiki Kiki, I forgot her last name. Uh, Kiki Lane. <laughs> Kiki Lane. She's super cute on camera. She's beautiful on camera and and the the actor too. And, and and but the the move itself didn't do anything. I thought that it was boring. And as we spoke about before, a little bit before, it was a story already there. Someone I've already told before. Yeah. Um. You know, I saw this at the Toronto International Film Festival, and it, it's interesting because at a film festival, there's there's always this buzz that comes out of movies, and it always it's always interesting to see how well that holds up throughout the rest of award season and throughout the year if you're like talking about Sundance. And every I didn't go to the first screening and everyone was talking about this movie. It's all I kept hearing about. It's like, oh you gotta see if Bill Bill Street can talk, you know, it's gonna it's gonna make you cry. You're gonna be heartbroken. And I watched it and 
I appreciated what it, what it was going for. It, it's 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 a beautiful story of black love. It's 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 all about like the justice system and how how flawed it is, and you know the struggles of family and social class, and it's very poetic. But it's so slow, and it's just nothing much happens, and it just keeps going and going, and it has moments of what I like to call like performance moments or performance pieces where like Regina King, who has been the talk of award season this year where she just, she says a line or she delivers a speech and you're like, Oh yeah, that's the Oscar moment. And that's how I felt about like some parts of this movie. But when you put the movie together as a whole, it it leaves so much more to be desired. Yeah. Yeah. I agree. I agree with you. There are some beautiful moments like the, cinematography it's it's i think it's beautiful it's well shot but and that's it and then like those are like isolate stuff it's not everything together like you know what i mean like yeah it's 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 there's there's certain pieces of the puzzle that work but then when you put the puzzle together there's a piece missing and you don't know what it is exactly yes yes but that was and i was very surprised that i i with myself that I didn't like it and but aside from that everybody else is liking it but not us yeah it's 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 you know it's it's one of these movies uh, there's been quite a few this year where I felt like the movie's been fine like I'm I don't dislike this movie I get what it's going for I appreciate it uh you were mentioning that it reminds you of another film uh another movie that it reminded me of almost instantly was a movie called um Crown Heights with Lakeith Stanfield, mm-hmm. uh, very similar in terms of like the themes and, and just the the entire kind of like storyline was very similar. And movie that didn't really have much of an audience last year. Um, I just it I wanted it to wow me, and uh, I just like I wanted widows to wow me, and I kind of wa- walked out of these movies and I was just like they're fine. Like I can appreciate parts of them, but. It's not something that I would go to bat for and say, like, you need to see this. But with that being said, you and I are not the the vocal <laughs> points of the awards this week uh, here. And this movie did win the movie pick of the week. I feel uh, a lot of people really like this movie. Uh, it was very close between this movie and Spider-Man in, Into the Spider-Verse. I think if Into the Spider-Verse came out on any other week... It would it would have won, but I know there's a lot of push for this movie, and a lot of people seen stuff in this movie that we didn't connect with. Yeah, and that's what's great about movies. Just to just to say that you know there's no disagreement. You know there's disagreement, but it's opinion, and everyone has one. Exactly. (laughs) So if you love it, you love it. But me and Jana did not. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. Movies are like that. I always tell people that's my opinion. You you should watch the movie and check yourself to see if you like it or not. Yeah, and I mean, there's the the other thing that's interesting about um, film criticism that I would love to talk about is people forget that movies connect with certain people because of themes and topics that are being explored. And I feel like the topic of of race has been a very big hot button conversation this year i mean we've had blind spotting we've had uh i mean even black panther in certain regards black klansmen hate you give 
I mean, this movie, there's been a lot of films that talked about it. And some of those movies have worked really, really well for me. And I've connected with them and I've understood everything. And then some of the other movies, I know Blind Spotting is another one where we disagree with the masses about. Like, it just, something works. It's subjective. And sometimes yeah. you, you connect and it doesn't mean that it's bad. And I do want to just say one last thing is, People need to realize with film criticism that unless a movie is like really getting like hate, and I mean like I'm talking about, you know, I hate to keep using Rotten Tomatoes as an example, but like, <laughs> you know, if it's like somewhere between a 15 to like a 0%, you might want to proceed with caution. But if a movie has somewhere between like 30 and 60, it's really a potluck. Yeah. Like, you know, you, you could really like it. Bohemian Rhapsody is a perfect example. I know you loved it. I loved it. Of course, after like I I rewatch it and then I see some some like little issues here and there, but with the story itself, not with the the whole production. You know what I mean? Just the story that doesn't connect. But I love it, and some people just no, that's not for me. I don't I don't like it. It's really bad. <laughs> so yeah. So I mean, this is the great thing. Like we're we're here. Critics are here to kind of like maybe per, um, persuade you one way or another, but you should always follow your own gut instincts. If you feel like you're really going to like something, take the risk, go see it, support the, support the film. You know, a lot of these movies, they're not getting a lot of love. You know, even the ones that are being praised by critics, you know, yeah. hate you give, I think has like a 98% on Rotten Tomatoes and like, it barely anyone saw it. So, I mean, which is need, a great movie. <laughs> yeah, which people need to see. So, I, you know, I just wanted to say that. The other movie that was like the runner up that we've been like, it was going back and forth all throughout the week is Spider Man, of course, into the Spider Verse, which is now the, the tables are going to be turned. Jenna, what did you think? I <laughs> love it. <laughs> you know, when I left the screening, I watched with my son. And then we just, we look at each other like, like, whoa, that's like, that's so good. That's good, 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 good. We, we love it. I love it. I think there's like, there's some, the stuff there, 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 there were made, the art, the animation, the way that they did, it's not just computer based, you know, it's like they have the artists doing it and then you can see that on screen. And that was that was the part that was amazed me like the most like for me it's one of the best animations of this year. Yeah, I think I think it's funny you you point that out because when I look at an animated movie nowadays, you know, they're all, uh, not all of them, but like ninety percent of them are like this computer generated animation. And you know, when it came out with the original Toy Story, it was revolutionary. And as time went on, you, like, yes, you appreciate it. They perfected it. It's been great. But when you see a movie like Spider-Man or even a movie like Isle of Dogs, which is like stop motion yeah. animation, which I, I think is still one of the finest art forms out there that is criminally underused and underappreciated. You know, you have to appreciate films that take that risk and use these these rare art forms. And with Spider-Man... I like the animation in Spider-Man so much that it actually elevated the movie for me. The movie to me, I can take it or leave it. It's it's the first half of the movie when it's just doing the jokey stuff about Spider-Man. 
I wasn't that big of a fan. It's the second half when they started introducing all the different Spider Spider-Man characters. I got on board with it. But what what I was always on board with is the visual style and to take the regular hand-drawn animation and yeah. comp- you know and work it in with computer-generated animation and blend the two together. That was brilliant. So the fact that the movie actually looked like it was in 3D without being in 3D. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, it is. It is. And then there was a moment that I was like, oh, that, that's uh, out of focus. What is that? It's like, they forgot to give us the goggles. I was like, <laughs> no, oh, no. And then and then when we start like doing your research and then talk, and then I talked to someone, like one of the, 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 the guys that did the, the, the comic, like the part of the comic, the, like drawing, then you understand more how much they they put in this movie they've been working on this for the last like three years two years and it's like and and i thought whoa <laughs> like it just like it's like for me it's phenomenal <laughs> i don't know yeah i mean and this was of course done by chris and lloyd miller yeah um who's done the lego movies they're also responsible for 21 jump street you know these guys have a way of taking something that feels kind of dated and adding something new to it. Yeah. I think I don't. And, and either if you, you, you don't always have to like everything that, that they do. I, I mean, the Lego movie for some people think it's a little overrated, but you know, you can't not say that the movie's creative and it's different and it's unique. And that's, yeah. that's what they bring to Spider-Man. It, it, it felt there's something refreshing about this, even though it is a Spider-Man story, but it's refreshing. No, it is. It is. And then bringing out these different dim- uh, dimensions, those different sp- Spider-Mans, like different Spider-People, <laughs> like, yeah. and even animals, and, and and putting them together. And I I think that was great. And even Peter Park, the yeah. way that they did, the way that they took him in a different, it's, it's kind of, I think it's genius. I don't know. I, I, I don't know. I just love it. I can stop talking. <laughs> no, it's great. I mean, I agree. I mean, people have been dying for this Miles Morales version of Spider-Man for so long. And I wonder if this is going to be the breaking point when this movie makes so much money at the box office. Because I'm going to tell you right now, it's going to make a ton of money. Yeah. This is going to be the movie that's going to like, it's going to start rolling out this weekend. It's going to be out until January or February of next year. People are going to go see this movie over and over again. It, it's just, it's going to have such a powerhouse at the at, at the box office that I'm almost hoping now that they see that this worked, that they'll actually consider doing a Miles Morales real life Spider-Man as opposed to doing an animated version. Animated version, oh, yeah, maybe. But do you think it'll work? I think so. I mean, I think we've 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 grown. I mean, it's kind of hard to say right now because you know Tom Holland just came in for Spider Man, and they're doing all this the storyline with that. But I can see in maybe a year or two they can kind of shift away from that and put him and put put him him in place. Yeah, and it would be great. I think fans would really really like it. The one thing that I think Marvel is doing such an incredible job, even though I don't agree that every Marvel movie is a masterpiece, is that. They're slowly incorporating all these different like superhero stories. You know, we have Captain Marvel coming out. You know, we had Black Panther this year. Th- these 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 different backgrounds and and and, and races coming coming Together, into this yeah. universe. Yeah. I think is going to be really great. And you know, with how well Black Panther did, 
I, I think Sony would be very like surprised if they didn't like look at this and they say, you know what? Let's maybe we should follow. Yeah, maybe we should follow <laughs> suit. So yeah, I don't know. So, uh, so congratulations to If Beale Street Could Talk for being the movie pick of the week. We will be tweeting out a little bit of, with the logo and everything, just congratulating the film. Um, and um, like I said, if you have interest in that movie, go out and see it. If you're, you're a fan of superhero movies or if you're a fan of animation in general, I, I would also recommend Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse this weekend. Yeah, so do I. <laughs> yeah. So... Um, we just wanted to do this this episode. It's, it's kind of interesting because we're coming up. We have one more show next week, and we we've been focusing a lot on like best picture categories or best actor, best director, whatever. I, I just wanted to take this time, and we, you know, it's just Jana and I today, but we wanted to talk just about our general thoughts of award season so far, and you know what we think of these movies that are being you know put up for best picture and best actor, and um. Let, let's just start there. Um, with all the talk that's been out right now, what movies are you shocked that, or you just disagree that should not be on these lists? Oh my God. <laughs> Don't get me started. <laughs> okay, one. Mary Poppins Returns. I have all respect for Mary Poppins. Don't get me wrong. <laughs> but I don't think that movie should be on the best picture list. I don't know. There's something. Uh, there's something about the movie that I, I just don't don't agree that it will be there. It should be there. Should be there. Other movies. Yeah. No, Mary Poppins Returns. It's it's a good movie. Okay. I think it's well done. Emily Blunt did a really really good job there. But not for that. <laughs> yeah. I mean. Always a bud. <laughs> I sh- I've shared I shared my feelings on this multiple times. As someone who absolutely adores and loves musicals, Mary Poppins Returns is a weak musical. It it the music numbers are not catchy. It it the music is instantly forgettable. You walk out of the theater. I mean, I don't know any song that was in this movie. Yeah. I don't know any lyrics to any of the songs yeah. that was in it, and. I love Lin-Manuel. I love Emily Blunt. Don't take this the wrong way. You guys did the best you can with that movie and you, you poured your heart and souls into it. You you feel like you're, you're bringing something unique to life. It's just the movie itself feels so uninspired. It, it just feels like... It's a joke that I've been making, but I, I'm going to say it on air today because the movie's <laughs> coming out. It feels like a Mary Poppins sequel where they didn't have the rights to Mary Poppins, where it's like, all right, so it's a chimney sweep. Here he's a lamplighter. It's like Spoonful of Sugar turns into another song that's less catchy and less amusing. There's a whole storyline about like this bowl that they bring up to Meryl Streep's character, which serves zero purpose in the movie because the bowl never resurfaces in the movie, movie. and doesn't have any plot. Exactly. It, it's... <laughs> It, it, it there's you know let's go fly a kite is turned into a balloon it, it's just it's such a like it feels like one of those direct to dvd movies where they're like okay we we love this one but we don't have the budget we don't have the rights so we're going to take things we're going to twist it around yeah which i don't i don't get it and you it's know what I mean? boring it, it, it's boring it's <laughs> boring that that was boring they, this is another one that i watched with my son he's my little critic so he, he looked at me like mommy it's boring 
I it's it's kind of a, it's not catchy for kids. I I don't know why he did he didn't like it. Maybe another kid would love it, but it's not it's not. And then I want to see more of Mary Poppins. Yes. And I think I saw less her <laughs> and more Lin's 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 Miranda's character. And I I don't know I don't know why I have that that. No, a lot of people are feeling that. I think the funny thing right now is that if you look at the general reviews on this, and this is why it's important to actually read and look at everything, not just go to one website and look at a score, because if you actually read the content, a lot of people are saying that the movie is only okay. It's like you you got a choice. You can either put it as good or bad. And, and and I mean, fresh or on, it, most movies, and I've been saying this, fall in that middle ground where they're okay, they're so-so, they're fine. And I think if you look at a lot of the voices that have been talking about this movie, a lot of people have said it. it's a, it's fine. It's fine, but got a lot of like, I know, nominations. For award, for, I know. Not just for Best Picture, they got uh, other nominations, which I... Which is I was okay, but not best picture. But got a lot of nominations. And I was like, okay, yeah, people like that. It's it's very <laughs> surprising. Um, a movie that's on this list that I, I know you and I. It, it's funny we didn't plan this that we would agree no. on these things. Um, is is First Man? First, Man. I mean, oh, it's, yeah. it's funny because this movie like it died, and then like somehow it got like. Two nominations somewhere. I think it was the Golden Globes gave it two nominations. It was Claire, Claire Foy got it for Best Supporting Actress, and then it got Best Score there. And then I, it slowly came up, and then the Critics' Choice, it, it came out of the Critics' Choice, and it's like it's there. And then I'm just, I'm shocked. I'm, I'm shocked because... Me too. This, not only is this movie, like, okay, again... It, it's it's such a mixed bag. It's it's a it's a technical marvel when you look at the visual sides of things. When you it's take wonderful, it's yeah. like stunning, like it's the, one of the best. Like I was like, wow, is a wall for that part off? Yeah, yeah, but I get it. <laughs> but then, like when you look at the story and you look at the acting and how wooden the performances are, it, it just it's just I know, and like people like I know people. Everyone's like you're supposed to be that way, stoic. It's just. It doesn't make for a good movie, okay? And I know yeah. that this movie took some liberties. If you haven't seen the movie, the last five to ten minutes, I'm sure, was a very big liberty that they took. Um, but, you know, I just this movie, I just, it's amazing because I thought it was really dead in the water and the fact that it has no, like this, this Nobody resurgence. Nobody was talking about Yeah, I, I don't know. It's, I don't it's, know. It's, it's it just very strange. <laughs> It's it's very strange. Yeah, it came uh, from space. <laughs> yeah, it really did. It came back from space. Uh, what's another one that you think like you can't believe it's on here? Here? Yeah. Or no, any anywhere, just in general. Okay, in general. Um, okay. I love the movie. Yeah, I'm going to talk about Roma. Okay. I liked it, but I think there is a a, a little problem with the script which doesn't exist. So <laughs> Yeah, it's the only. I don't think it's it should be a best picture because I think when you see a best picture, I think all the elements should should be together, like a good script, a good like the performances, music, editing, cinematography, all of the elements, and because of the script that I thought that was a little weak, 
that's why I'm having like, mm, for me, wouldn't be here. It's it's interesting. I did another show this morning, Meet the Movie Press, and we were talking about Roma. And Roma has become this year's awards poster child. Like, it's it's just like, vote for Roma! Vote for Roma! It's yeah. like, it's like, it's yeah. like, it's voting time. Like, everyone's like, what movie should you vote for? Roma! Should it be Best Picture? Roma! Like, every yeah. everything is about Roma. And I, I love what you just said. When you look at a Best Picture nomination, or nominee, yeah, you need to look at everything about that movie. Yes, you can take, oh, Roma was very personal. It was this, the, it was beautifully shot. It was. Yeah, it's great. And, and, but when you look at the story and how certain scenes just kind of like are there, and I know they're left there for art, it, 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 the story is lacking. It, it's, 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 it's personal, and I'm glad, you know, Alfonso could, you know, he tells an incredible, you know, tale that's personal to him. But there's going to be a really big disconnect with most people who watch this movie. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I, I, can, I, I can relate because I'm from, like everybody knows already, I'm from Brazil. So in our, not just Mexican families or uh, Venezuelan families, I think all Latin families can relate to that. Not if you're raised, uh, born and raised in, in, in your country because you always, everybody has a, cl- a cloud there. Someone that helps the family, someone that helped to raise the kids. Everybody, I can relate to that. So I was good with that. But a, a person that cannot relate to that is, I, I don't know, you'll be disconnected. Someone is, uh, that person watching the movie is not going to get there. What, what, oh my God, is gonna, they're going to think that, oh, this is another story about a poor people, a poor Mexican family, uh, pe- people that has a family that takes care of them and it's not that 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 part is not and i and i want to point out this this another conversation that's very similar to this is you know there's a movie called shoplifters that you know outside i like it too i love it too (laughs) which is only being put and it's only being you know you know vote for this only in foreign film yeah you know and to me when I look at, and it's very similar, you know, in, in a lot of ways, it's, it's a story that, you know, maybe certain people can relate to other people will not be able to re- just, Oh, as a poor, poor, you know, Asian family, you know, Oh, they have to steal, you know, it's, there's these themes that are very important this year that are in a lot of these films shining a very bright light. But I think we're doing the industry a very big misservice by taking something that we feel is important and timely when you have a movie, you know, and I'm just going to throw this out here. I know this is controversial at this point, but movies like green book and black Klansman, where they show an important story, but it's done in an entertaining way where that anyone who's watching the movie can fully appreciate and get what they're going for. Where you don't have to feel like, hey, if I'm not white, I'm not going to get this. Hey, if I'm not Asian, I'm not going to get this. You know, I yeah. it, or not Latino. It's it's a very tricky business that the film industry is in right now because I think they're they're pushing out these a lot of content nowadays, and I support it and I want to see more females behind the camera and more female storytellers and you know more Latino stories and more Asian stories. I want all this, 
But what I think becomes an issue is when you 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 make it the the priority of being like crazy rich Asians. I'm just going to go on this tangent where everyone out here was very excited about crazy rich Asians. Oh, yeah, so I was. It was a huge huge de- it's a huge deal. <laughs> but when it opened in China, it bombed. Yeah. Because people are like, oh, this is what you think of us. So you need to find that balance of telling these important stories, but make them relatable. So yeah. that any any audience can see them and like they can learn something about the culture. But they can feel like they're connected to the movie too. And I feel like as much as people may not want to say that about Green Book and Black Klansmen, those two movies do such a great job of like showing a bigger picture. And showing like, oh, this is bad. This is, you know, this is good. Oh, these two people could come together okay. even though they're from different, you know, backgrounds. I mean, Black Klansman does such a great job of showing a guy, a white guy who has never really, you know, followed his Jewish background. You know, someone who, who just viewed himself as a white guy. And he starts questioning, you know, who he is and that yeah. background because of that. And the whole story of how, you know... John David Washington, you know, <laughs> has to pretend to be a white guy yeah. in the movie. Like, this is it's, it's really great stuff yeah, that, it, that it is. is being there. I mean, even Sorry to Bother You. It's batshit crazy. It's a wild movie. Yeah, didn't like you that. You didn't like that. Mm-mm. But at least, like, that one, again, like, everyone that came together in that office setting, it was, like, a nice, diverse nice. thing without, like, having to be like, oh, look at us. So, I don't know. I'm not... Listen, Roma, in my opinion, is a beautifully shot film. It's it's important. It's I'm glad it exists. I'm behind it for best foreign film, best cinematography. But I think that's where it stops for me. Yeah, and for me, and then uh, um, I wanna I like the two actresses, Marina and the other one that are Yalitza. Yeah, Aparizzo. <laughs> she uh, what's amazed me that he was able to 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 get from her. She she's not an actress. She was a a regular girl from the town that he went to looking for to cast different different people and he got her but she had something special that would I don't know if she if it was another type of of performance another character she would be able to do it but I think she she was I think she was good that both both and and Marina who who plays the mother they they are really good. I I like them both, but I but the script for me was my huge problem. Yeah, no, and I completely get it. And I I mean I think, you know, like we were saying, you have to look at all the pieces together. Yeah. And if if one of the pieces is kind of missing or weaker, you like you really need to take that out of the, out of the you know the category. Yeah. For that. Yeah, I think uh, that's 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 the way that I voted. <laughs> you know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. Um, a movie that shocked me that has had so much success this award season, and it's not because I don't like it, because I do appreciate this movie and I think it's very bold and daring and different, is a movie called First Reformed. Did you not like it? I have some problems with that. Okay, go go for it. I know I want to hear it. Go go for it. Go. I thought I I I I watch it and then I couldn't see. Ethan Hawke's performance, like how much people are like talking about his performances, because I watched that afterwards. I didn't watch when when went to to theaters, and then I was like, everybody was talking about his performance. That's amazing. for me. I was like, I was like a regular performance. 
I don't know. I didn't see much. Oh, I, I don't know. I, and then what I think was too crazy for my, my little mind. <laughs> <laughs> Some stuff like. It's, it's a difficult movie. It's, it's one of those movies that I, you know, the word polarizing yeah. comes out a lot. Yeah. I, I need to watch it. I think rewatch like a couple of times to get it. It's, it's one of those movies that's very polarizing, but what's fascinating about this film, I don't know if I talked about this last week, but First Reformed came out at Telluride, not this past year, not this award season that we're in. Oh, was it was last the year. year before. Wow. It got okay buzz. And then it went to Telluride where it kind of got okay buzz. And then it like was quiet for a while. And then all of a sudden it resurfaced. And it's amazing that like a movie this strange and bizarre and like this polarizing yeah. somehow has made it through award season and i mean this movie's been every single like almost every major group has given this one if if it didn't win it got a nomination it's just it's it's fascinating to me yeah Yeah. and how long like is is surviving (laughs) i i I, it just shows the power of a24 i mean a24 that there someone needs to write a book on about it. on on A24 how they're able to market and like get movies attention like i mean hereditary is not a horror movie for everyone and yet that has been in the conversations in sundance um 8th grade i felt like did no there was no talk about no that talk. movie at sundance and then it came out in in june i remember i did the junket for it there was like five of us doing the junket for it and then like now it's everywhere everywhere everyone was talking about and it's it's a cute movie it's a great it's a great movie but it's just it's just weird i mean but a24 knows what they're doing it's just it's a and then you know first reform it's crazy it's crazy um all right so for movies that you definitely feel should be here which which ones are ones where you like you say yes I completely agree that these should be here. Oh, I, in this for example in this list that we are looking at yeah I'm this is okay. the critics' choice list yes. by the way I'm okay with Black Panther I'm okay with Black Clansman I'm okay with Green Book I'm okay with I Star Is Born Vice and I think mm, the favorite I understand why is here. Uh, it wasn't my favorite. <laughs> wasn't my favorite. I I I like uh, uh, pretty much just for me. What bothers me was the end, the the really end. That like I I quite was a little disturbing for me. I don't know, uh, but I didn't like it. And okay, I'm I'm gonna okay, I'm okay with. No, uh, that's no, it. that's okay. No, that's, that's it. okay. In I, this I, list, I, I think I, we are missing some, some I know. stuff here. Yeah, so I would just say that I agree with pretty much. In fact, I'm going to say that I agree with every single movie that you, you said. And I'm going to say that I actually would not want any of the other movies in this category on this on this list. So I agree. So what do you think is missing? Um... Yeah, no, but it's not gonna go. I I really enjoy a quiet place. Yeah, I really enjoy eighth grade. Yeah, yeah. Um, I mean, what else we watched this year? <laughs> There's so many movies. I mean, there are so many movies. I mean, I I you know I'm 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 very biased when I say this, but I I mean I think hey you give ah, the hey you, to hey, give hey yeah. you give should be oh on this God. list. 
yeah, um, yeah. You know, I mean, I would take off if 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 I was doing a, a critical list right now. I mean, Black Panther, Black Klansman, the favorite should be there. If, if there's the first, I'm just going off this Critics' Choice mo- yeah. thing. First Man should be replaced with like the Hate You Give Green Book. Uh, yet should be there. I'm even gonna. I I, I guess I'll leave if Beale Street can talk because yeah, I I realize that there. that's there. But Mary Poppins oh, returns. That that could be replaced with. I I I would put Bohemian Rhapsody in the Best Picture category before I would put Mary Poppins Returns. Yeah, that's right. It's I know it's I, I know that's both, neither. Of I them, know but... I would not either. But like, if we're gonna go controversial, Virtual, I would, would I would Bohemian. I would put yeah. I would put Bohemian Rhapsody there. And Roma out. And... Yeah, Roma. Roma. I wouldn't put out. I mean, it's just it's um it's so funny that there's just so many movies. Like I would put Quiet Place. Like let's. Like, I would put, replace Mary Poppins with a Quiet a Place. place. Eighth, uh, yeah, yeah eighth about? grade. I would put in there. I would take Roma and put eighth grade in. And there. they they hate to give. And they hate yeah. to give. Yeah. yeah, yeah. That was my that was my what I thought too. And, and, and what's interesting too is then when we go down to these these best actor actresses and best actor conversation, best actor I think's been pretty spot on. I think mm-hmm. everyone has been you know the people that have been in the talks for this minus Ryan Gosling. I don't know why he's in this this category, yeah. but you know Christian Bale. Amazing performance. Bradley Cooper, amazing performance. Um, Rami Malek, uh, Viggo Mortensen. I totally am hard with this. You know, John Cho should be in this, in my opinion, for Best Actor. But, you know, I, I get it. It's it's a smaller film. It's also a genre okay. film. Yeah. So, but Actress is another one that this is a freaking cluster for me. Um, yeah, Lady Gaga, it's okay. We knew that she would be there. I, I mean... Looking at this, I mean this 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 is strange this year because Robert Redford was supposed to be this talk of the the town for best actor for oh, yeah, for, for the, the old, old man, man and the gun. Completely ignored every single critic script. Yet somehow the wife, which I feel like even less, less people, people. Yeah. have seen that He's movie, is there, is there and has been on multiple lists. That's weird. Emily Blunt. And Mary Poppins Returns, again, I love you, Mary. Uh, I love you, Emily Blunt, but Mary Poppins Returns, no. like, it's it's not your finest no. hour. You've done so many better movies. Julia Roberts and Ben is back. back. I, yeah. It's like the best performance she's given in, like, five, yeah. ten years. Yeah, yeah. And, and she's Julia she's, Roberts and who else? I, I mean, there's a lot of people. I mean, I mean there, it's just... Uh, Olivia. 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 Olivia's good. It's good. I mean, the the whole thing that's going on with the favorite, with the actresses category too, that's that's a whole nother conversation. That's converse- another conversation, another like two hour conversation. conversation. Yeah, I don't I don't want to talk I mean, the girl who was in Beale Street, you're talking about someone who got snubbed, Kiki getting Kiki? snubbed, she she's completely snubbed. Put her there. Take take out Glenn Close. Take yeah. out Melissa McCarthy. Charlize Theron, who's been mm-hmm. kind of hit and miss on some of these lists, someone who should be across the board nominated. Yeah. Uh, just an incredible film Something. that everyone's forgotten about. I, I, I just it's it's been yeah. it's been strange. We've yeah. had this conversation um, today on the show. Do you feel like this year it's been very politically driven? These 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 uh, these award nominations. Yes. Yes, and then they try to tell us like which. I know that they they do that every year, but they try. No, you need to do 
this. You need to vote for that. Very and very, very, very political. Yeah, it, it's very political. And there's every time one of these lists come come out, and I mean, God, there's like I never realized. I don't. I don't know if it's because we're we're, we're part of a critics group now. But I've never realized how many critics groups there were until oh, last year. Tons of them. Uh, it's like, la- la- I'm sorry, last year, last week. Last week, I feel like there was like four <laughs> or five a day that came out. Yeah. Las Vegas, uh, yeah, you know. Seattle, San Seattle, Diego. San Diego. LA. Oh my God. It was just like, every one of these come out. It's just like, and it was just watching them. It was just like, Roma, Star is Born. It's, it's just, pretty it just, much the same. It's same. Same favorite. It's just like it was like someone took a list, they copied it, they pasted it, and some of them were like, you know what? Let me put a weird one in here but just do, to throw it out. But do you think they have the same dynamic that we do? Because we 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 have the, the our first preliminary our our first first time. Uh, Firstly, no, the first list that we do. Oh, okay, the nomination list. We send list. out the, the nominations. nominations. Yeah, and then with that, we you do a filter. Not you, like the the, we, the group does a filter. The group does a filter, and then we vote. But the first list, we everybody puts any anything, any movies, any actor. Do you think all the other groups have the same dynamic? They do like that. Oh, they, someone get it, like, oh, okay, let's do best film, two, two, two. And then they just send the ballots, and then the people just vote it, and that's it. I think what a lot of people don't do, and I mean, we, we what I've what I've done, and I'll, I'll disclose this on air, is that what I do is I take, I did a survey this year of films that everyone that I thought were, like, talked about this year. And I think it, we, we sent out, like, a list of, like, about 80 titles. And then I, I did this. Did you see this movie? Did you not see this movie? And then on the bottom, I said, what's a movie that you would suggest? And some people in our group suggested like four or five things. And then when I did a tally up, I sent out a list of basically like 100, 110 films that if you wanted to, you can scroll through. Yeah. And I wasn't. it's not like I was saying you need to vote for this. It was just a list that said... Black Panther, Roma, First Man, yeah, well, Quiet Place. Um, it's yeah. like a list of the movies Everything that, came that came out, out this year. And, and then you should pay attention to it. And I think a lot of people are not doing that. And I think what I loved about our group, and I'm not just saying this, is that when I saw the nomination list come out, it felt like the most diverse list that has surfaced this award yeah. season. Yeah. I, and I'm, and, I'm, and that's just, maybe that's the fact that we're so diverse as a group, you know, that it's not just critics who are writing for the Hollywood reporter, that it's actually people who have like their own sites and they're building up their yeah. own brands and they're doing stuff where it's, it's very diverse and different opinion. Like, like you and I both said on this show, like Beale Street's okay. You know, a lot of people, we, we would be completely dismissed if we, we talked to a lot of the head people. Yeah. And I think our, nominations and our voting has shown that you know it's just it's just been it's a very different list and i think more people should embrace that and what i what's interesting is i think our our nomination list was more reflective of what people would see than yeah yeah like where i felt like we were 
we were more relatable of a list to movies where I think people would have watched and looked over. When when I see it's 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 weird that I'm saying this this year because obviously there's a lot of crowd pleasing movies on these lists mm-hmm. like Star is Born and and Bohemian Rhapsody and Green Book. But what's 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 also unique about our thing is that it's movies that we wouldn't people normally wouldn't consider like searching for example hate you give uh sorry to bother you just 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 certain movies where you don't see them coming up all the time that were on our list and they were there multiple times it was so close on so many categories this year that at any point in time like one single vote could have pushed a movie over the edge yeah that's right yeah so maybe that's why we our our list is very diverse which I love it. Yeah. <laughs> I like. No, I, I'm really proud to have a list that's like this. I just, I like I said to you, like, it's nice that Crazy Rich Asians is on some of these others' lists. I mean, it was on ours. But there's just certain variety that I just feel like is completely being overlooked this year from so many of these, yeah. these lists. And it's, yeah. just, it's just a shame. So... All right, uh, that is it for this week's show. Um, you know, share your, your your thoughts in the comment box. Let us know, like, what what movies do you think are being snubbed this year? Uh, which movies do you think are overrated, underrated? Share. Uh, let us know. Uh, Jenna, once again, where can they find you? Yes, yeah, so on Twitter and Instagram at Jenna on Camera and my blog, JennaOnCamera.com. My YouTube channel is the same. And if nobody knows, I write for our publication, a Brazilian publication here in the U.S. Very nice. Uh, I am Scott Menzel. You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at the other Scott M. And then you can go to WeLiveEntertainment.com to post uh, to see my written reviews and interviews. Uh, I'll be posting a few interviews this weekend for Mortal Engines, a movie that I keep calling Mortal Instruments. So uh, <laughs> just uh, I don't know why I keep calling it that. But uh, thank you so much for watching. We'll be back next week. We'll probably be doing like best of the year list our own personal picks for next week and uh that's it so thank you so much for watching and see you next year bye, bye. from producers maria menounos kevin undergaro phil svitek and the entire popcorn talk network we would like to thank you for tuning in for questions or comments be sure to visit popcorntalk.com i'm sir richard wentworth and this has been a presentation of the popcorn talk network the views expressed herein are those of the host only do not necessarily reflect the views of the owners or principals 